Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and very recently I came across an article from Daily Mail whose headline reads this, Hollywood's Identity Crisis. Actors, writers, and producers warn of reverse racism in the film industry, which has created a toxic climate for anyone who is a white, middle-aged man. And this really kind of took, I mean, that's a, that's a powerful headline. And, you know, I wanted to kind of, I wanted to know more about their perspective and kind of see what the facts are for myself. So I did read the article and I, I was just very baffled by it to, to say the least. Uh, I'm going to, and, you know, I want to speak out about it. And so I'm going to read you just kind of the beginning. It's a very lengthy article, and I've linked to it in the description box because I do want you to read it. But I will kind of give you the initial thesis it sets up, if you will. And then I'm actually going to kick it over to my friend Courtney Stewart uh, to really break it down. Now, I asked Courtney to be, to, to be a guest on this episode because she's a black woman, and I felt... Uh, it would be better served to get her perspective versus just mine. Uh, but understand that I am in complete agreement with her. I think this article makes a lot of a lot of assumptions. Uh, so uh, let me let me give you again the context, and then I'll kick it over to her. As the wooden boards are taken down from shop fronts and studio lots grind slowly back to life, the ho Hollywood is basking in an unseasonable heat wave. The famous boulevards shimmer in 40 degrees Celsius haze and warm Santa Ana winds fan the Beverly Hills mansions. Shaken by the hashtag MeToo uh, movement, paralyzed by COVID-19, the $50 billion Film industry is finally emerging from a four-month lockdown, only to find a new and very different world where tension is rising as surely as the thermometer. For if the very public Black Lives Matter protests have polarized America, the silent fallout has now reached Hollywood. A revolution is underway. White actors are being fired. Edicts from uh, studio bosses make it clear that only minorities, racial and sexual, can be given jobs. A new wave of what has been termed by some as anti-white prejudice is causing writers, directors, and producers to fear they will never work again. One described the current atmosphere as more toxic than Chernobyl, with leading actors afraid to speak out amid concern they would be labeled as racist. The first sign came from one of the most powerful black directors in Hollywood, Oscar-winning Jordan Peele, the man behind box office hits such as Get Out and Us, stated in public that he did not want to hire a leading man who was white. I don't see myself casting a white dude as the lead in my movie, Peele said. And not that I don't like white dudes, but I've seen that movie before. As a studio executive responded privately, if a white director said that about hiring a black actor, their career would be over in a heartbeat. Few doubt it. Peel is more vocal than most about his hiring policy, but his outlook is increasingly widespread. Dozens of producers, writers, and actors have spoken to The Mail on Sunday about the wave of reverse racism pulsing through the industry. Speaking on condition of anonymity, the executive confirmed that the climate is now toxic for any white middle-aged man in show business. Their careers 
are, quote, pretty much over. So, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty powerful. Um, but, you know, how true this is, I, I really question, and again, the article goes on and on, and there's a lot to say there, but the fact that that I actually still to this day see a lot of like casting news and movies being green lit by white actors. I mean, you know, like love Ryan Gosling, but him and um, uh, Blumhouse and so forth going forth with a werewolf movie, you know, I mean, that those are white people in, in making a movie. So it just kind of baffles me. And as I said, I really wanted to offer perspective on this, but I wanted to offer perspective from someone who who essentially lives this. Courtney Stewart is an is a host. She's a, she's a film producer as well as an actor, um, and so I wanted to you know go to her and really get her opinion on this. So without further ado, here is Courtney Stewart. So I read the article on the Daily Mail about what is essentially being described as reverse racism in Hollywood right now. Um, I'm kind of taken aback because, okay, so on the surface, the Daily Mail article literally had no specific facts or statistics to support this idea that suddenly um, black, indigenous people and people of color are taking over to the point that white people are being fired from their jobs and can't get jobs because these people have taken over, so to speak. Um, From what I can tell in my experience, um, I would say... I'm still seeing plenty of uh, white people getting deals and still working and still have deals on the table and films that are supposed to come out, etc. So I wouldn't say that that's happening at all. What I would say is that slowly we are seeing many more uh, black indigenous people of color getting opportunities that we hadn't seen ever happen. Uh, For example, uh, Yara Shahidi just announced that she and her mom have an overall deal with ABC to develop content, which is amazing and exciting and great, but that's one person out of the thousands and thousands of people that develop content across you know all the different platforms that we have available Um, obviously we've had ava duvernay with her deal with netflix which is amazing but on the side like as you know ava has got her deal with netflix but so does ryan murphy who is a white man but he develops for you know the lgbtq community but he's still a white male getting to make those decisions and getting to pick what's on the air so i just think it's it's really unfounded and until you show me some stats that show that suddenly the you know what is it 12 percent of the black population is suddenly taken over hollywood and has 90 percent of the deals which is not going to happen because that's just not how systemic racism works and it certainly doesn't shift suddenly in the last like four months because george floyd was murdered and suddenly we started protesting and suddenly people are deciding to be quote unquote woke it's not suddenly going to upend an entire system that's been in uh, in action for the last hundred years or so run by white men so i i think it's unfounded i think it's dangerous to say that suddenly it's white or reverse racism that uh, these people are getting opportunities because the bottom line is is that there's so much space between where we should be and where we actually are in terms of opportunity for minorities, whether it's women, 
or um, black people or Asian people or whatever, there's so much space between where we actually should be and where we actually are that just because we hear from a media perspective that all these opportunities are happening, it's not suddenly upended everything. If anything, it's getting us closer to where we should be because in an ideal world, it would be totally balanced out and we would see, you know, an even amount of black men, white men, white women, black women, black whatever, everybody, LGBTQ, everybody doing work in this space. And that definitely is still not the case because all you have to do is turn on your television and see how many times you see a trans person or you see a black person or you see a Hispanic person or you see a white person. And if you count for yourself, you can get your own statistic to know that that's not true. So sorry, the article was bullshit to me. And I think it was bullshit in a way that it only um, sort of amplifies this idea that they're taking over as if these people that are supposed to be all working together are something like, like the other is taking over and that's unfair and it's disgusting and it's racist. So this idea of reverse racism, if you know what racism actually is, it's the action of power. Minorities don't have power or that power in the industry to suddenly be able to flip that on its head and turn it against white people. Cause in the end, the white people for the most part are still writing the checks. So um, I, I think it's bullshit. And that was a really long winded way of saying that. Sorry, I feel, um, but I do think it's bullshit. And I think it's bullshit in a way, the same way that Trump is like freaking everybody out that like all these Mexicans are taking their jobs, bro. It's not happening. And it's only causing people who aren't um, able to analyze and process things enough to sort of fall back on the lowest common denominator and be like, oh, yeah, they are taking our jobs. It's like, actually, you weren't going to be doing that job anyway. Machines are probably taking your jobs right now. So like, let's actually like think through what's actually happening so we're not demonizing a whole group of people and turning our entire society against those people and causing further problems in a culture that's already fucked up right now because we got enough to deal with people dying in the streets we protesting we ain't got no money because covid is running these streets like people need jobs in general and we're demonizing each other and finding ways to like separate ourselves further over some shit that's not actually true so i feel like shit on Daily Mail because that article, like literally they didn't give any statistics specifically. And last statistic I heard, even just with, um, I believe it was female directors, um, they still were only representing like a half of or 1% of the directors in the industry. That wasn't even counting black directors, black female directors versus, you know, Asian female directors or anything. That was just female and male. If we don't even have the genders on an even basis, and if in society you look like male and female is almost, I think it's like, what, 52 to like 48% male-female? Like, if we were even trying to achieve male-female balance, we're not there. So forget about that. We don't have that alone. So of course, like people of color and things like that, the numbers are even worse. So I just, I think it's sad that we stick to it's, it's jargon that makes people feel comfortable because they feel threatened for the first time. And I think it's unfortunate that um, someone would want to perpetuate that idea because ideally, if you're an artist, because the baseline of Hollywood, even though, you know, it, Hollywood is a business, but 
many people come to it initially because they love the art that exists in Hollywood. And you come to it with your art. And to be successful, obviously, you have to recognize the, um, the business portion of it. So for me, it's sad to think that artists aren't recognizing or valuing the value of other artists that aren't like them. And for a white writer to say, well, I can't get a job now because they will only hire women and black people. Whereas on a economic level, I could be like, I get it, you wanna feed your family, but you've been able to feed your family. We never have been able to feed our families. And if you can't look past that in your artist's brain, that makes me sad. So I think that we obviously have a long way to go. And I would hope that the same way Hollywood has the power to like change people's entire like perception of society. And obviously we debate back and forth, art imitates life, life imitates art, but I think it's an opportunity right now for art to, for art to imitate or for life to imitate art. And we can take our art and be the example that we wanna see exist in the world. And the fact that we're opening doors to other voices to share their art as they are is a good thing. And I would hope that at some point, even though maybe your job isn't as secure as it always has been because now instead of hiring 16 white male writers, they're gonna be required to hire eight and leave other eight spots for some women and for some black people and for some Asian people and some other people that people will grow to see the value in that artistically, which in turn will see the value of it as a society and eventually economically, we all benefit from that, period. So whether or not that'll happen, I don't know, but I would like to hope that because this is an artistic as well as a space of commerce that we'll be able to figure that out in a more positive way than we have so far and definitely in a more positive way than that article was trying to say. So fuck reverse racism in fucking Hollywood. It doesn't exist. Reverse racism is not a thing, by the way, because racism requires power and the power is not in the hands of the minority group yet. I'm not saying it won't be the case at some point in the future, but it's not right now. They're trying to get some power and trying to share the power, not take all the power. Huge shout out to Courtney Stewart for coming on and sharing her thoughts in such a way for more um, of her thoughts on various topics in the entertainment industry. You can follow her on Instagram at Stewart Starlet or check out her weekly show, uh, The Trend, and you, you can do that by we are underscore the trend on Instagram. Also, you know, if you have thoughts of your own, whether agreeing or disagreeing, uh, please share them in the comment section or hit me up on social media. Uh, I'm very curious. I think this is a very uh, needed topic to be discussed. And so I'm always curious to, to know and want to discuss it with you, even if you have differing thoughts. But all I ask is let's be respectful. Um, thank you. And I hope to see you next time.